Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hello, welcome everyone to FMC. I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. Shout out to Rob Wilkins. Yeah, we have production values on this show now. It's kind of it's weird. It's still the lawless show on you know, on this channel. The most lawless show on yeah. wrestling YouTube. <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like some other shows are pretty lawless on wrestling YouTube. I don't watch them, but <laughs> I mean, they usually feature Jim Cornette. But yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, how you doing, buddy? How you doing? It's been a long time. I, I know, I know. We haven't seen each other in so long. You know, we never do shows together, Jeremy, even though I put you in my top two uh, hosts that I've ever done a show with. So, you know, or, or top the top two that I'm doing shows with. Yes, top um, two currently. Yeah, yeah. top two I'll currently. Take it. I'll still top take two it. currently. Top two currently. You're Joel Embiid. Um, but yes, my headline here, uh, as you see, I, I you know, I said there would be a sermon this week, but uh, the, church, the church is closed. Uh, they, there's flooding SP3. going on. We are, uh, we are, we are closed until we are above 500. Oh the church boy. Is closed. This is like the bit I did this with uh, my infamous pal Samer. We we did this last year of OKC could never get to 500. They were always one game below and like they'd have like a good good schedule to get to 500 and they would just lose that game. Like they lost to the Jazz one time last year. It was like after the All-Star break, they just lost to the Jazz. Like they, they could have won and been at 500 and they lost. It's like they they just never get to 500. I think they finally got to 500 and then they still finished at 40 and 42. So there's still two games below 500 to end the season. Like they just could not get to 41 and 41. Just couldn't do it. I'm I'm a little bit worried. A little bit worried about your Los Angeles Lakers that uh, the 500 might not happen. Anthony Davis got groin spasms. What is this? What is a groin spasm? We made it. We made it seven games into the season, and Anthony Davis goes out twenty-five minutes in. I was just like, "What are we? What? Are, what is going on? What, are, what? Why are we doing this? Why is this happening to me? Why right? But why? Why we couldn't win? Why we couldn't win? So I could come on here, do a whole sermon. How I came back, we won. We were down by one in the last second. No, Darvin Ham decides to run a play for Cam Reddish. I don't Cam think he ran Reddish. the play for Cam. Yes, he Reddish. did. They did the close-up of the clipboard. It said Cam for three. I, I, that was that was AI generated. That was AI generated. AI it's generated. definitely an option play, right? It's definitely an option play. Like if Cam's there for three, because LeBron's not double teamed like he was, then sure, make the read, make the pass. If LeBron felt comfortable taking it, then he would have taken it. I don't think it. LeBron's a smart basketball player. By the way, I think he made the right play. Oh, like oh, that was the right play to get the the corner three shot there. Do you want to run that play for Cam Reddish? Probably not. No. But he ran the play the 
one play earlier, uh, the Austin Reeves three. Like it was the right play, but you know LeBron's gonna get crucified. I mean, look, I put, I even put passing in the clutch in my headline because it's funny. He made the right play. He made the right play on both plays though. But everybody wants LeBron to take that shot, and yes. he just he didn't. He didn't take it. And maybe it was the right decision. I don't know. But damn it, what is going on? Why why, are we, why can't we just be above 500? Why can't we get a string of wins? This, this win and the Kings win are like heartbreakers because Kings win came in overtime. This one is a one-point loss. When we when we pretty much like were coming, we had the big comeback in the fourth quarter and couldn't complete it, but... It's been a tough. It's been a tough first two weeks for my Los Angeles Lakers, but I believe. I believe, and I will say it here right now on November. What is the date? Seventh. November seventh, two thousand twenty-three. That by November fourteenth, two thousand twenty-three, we will be at five hundred or better. So by next week, they'll they'll be at five hundred or better. Yes. All right, let's look at the schedule. I always love the schedule. This. Yeah, love... yeah. This is what we're gonna do every week. We're gonna forecast. We're gonna forecast cer- sermons. We're forecasting <laughs> sermons right now, ladies and gentlemen. Pull out your Googles, your Googles, and put NBA schedule in there, and click Los Angeles Lakers. It's gonna, gonna be. Look- it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. So the three and four they got yep. at Houston. Houston's not. Houston's playing pretty well. That could be tricky, yeah. but Dylan Brooks is going to – Dylan Brooks is either going to have he, – he's playing well, mind you. He's either going to have another big game or he's going to get cooked. So at Houston, at Phoenix, I don't the know. In, the in-season tournament, yeah, at Phoenix. I don't know who's healthy on that team. I have no idea. They beat Phoenix earlier this season when Phoenix was missing everybody but Durant. I assume they'll be missing everybody but Durant again. And then Portland and Memphis at home. Those are two wins. Those are two wins right there. So, so there we go. Two well, in- Memphis. Memphis is is going to be uh, after next. Oh, Memphis is going to. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you got to win one of the Houston and Phoenix game. Portland's a win. You lose yes. the Portland. You got to yeah. figure something out. We have to. We have to win two. Two of the next. Uh, the next three. We have to go yeah. two and one. We have to go at least two and one. It's possible. Hopefully three and zero. Oh. So I can be here and talk about a six and four sermon. But I think at best we're looking at um. Six and five. It's it's fine. Two and one. Like Houston's hit and miss. Phoenix is going to depend on health, and then Portland should be a win. Yeah. So the Portland. I will say this about Portland. It should be a win. I suspect they will win. It's a tricky game because of all of the travel. They've been in Orlando since Saturday. Go to Miami. Go to Houston. Go to Phoenix, and then they're finally back home. Like. You're basically going across the entire country in a week playing basketball games. And people don't look at that stuff enough. It still should be I, a th- win. I think that's I think that's the reason why Anthony Davis was probably probably got hurt in this game. He'll look for any reason. I mean, um fair. Fair. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, SP3. It's gonna be it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. I am confident. 50, 500 or better. I'm going to go with or better. I'm going to go or better over 500 by November 14th, 2023 edition of FMC. My question for you, Jeremy, is who do you think is going to win this in-season tournament? It's very prestigious and important. It's very important. 
I don't care. There's commercials for it, Jeremy. I know. Who? What? There's. You're using the like like a big time song. I got kind of hyped when the song played, and I now I completely forget what it is. But um, I don't care. I again, I'll mention my my friend Samer. He he. We talked yesterday, and he's like, "What is this in season tournament? Like, what's the point of it?" It's like the players and coaches get more money if they win. He's like, "Oh, okay, that's it." I was like, yeah, I'm like that's it. I don't like. I get it. I understand. It, it creates some type of like hype, and that's all the NBA wants. But as a fan, I'm not super invested in this. You know, OKC played the Warriors. Like, I wasn't invested in that game because it was an in in season tournament game i was invested because it's a big game against a you know a good team and i wanted to see how my team did and, and it was a close game it was a close competitive game like the point of the in-season tournament is oh the players are going to play harder now because these games matter type of things and to me that's just a little lame because it's just like well shouldn't they already be doing that like shouldn't they already be playing hard and stuff the other thing i don't get about it is like you're doing this it's select games on like Fridays and it's so like erratic and sporadic. Like I was like, you should already be carrying the fifth game into the season. The players stop carrying in like January. Like that's when the dead period comes. That's when you need these in season tournament games. It's like January and stuff. And you need them like grouped together type yeah. of thing as well. Like it, I was, it, I was confused because it's the like, Nuggets... it's like when you used to play the old NCAA games on uh, EA Sports and they have the Maui Invitational, like two games in. That's to the start the season. Yeah, 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 that's the start of the season. Like start this, the is season. Yeah. this is basically their version of the Maui Invitational. But yeah, I agree with you. It should be bunched together. Like the Lakers here, they have Phoenix is an in-season tournament game. Then they play uh, Portland, which is not an in-season tournament game. And then they play Grizzlies, which is an in-season tournament game. So that I'm, right there is confusing. I'm confused at the scheduling yet. Yeah, like, I was watching uh, Timberwolves and Nuggets on Friday night. And that was an in-season tournament game. I was like, oh, it's a fun game. This is nice. And then the next night, the Nuggets are playing the Bulls. And I'm like, huh? The f- What's happening here like they were just playing this big impactful in-season tournament game the night before it's like you really want me to not care about a nuggets and bulls game because you're telling me hey this nuggets and timberwolves game this is the game you really got to pay attention to this nuggets and bulls game and eh, who who really cares? Who cares like like one night later it's like yeah this game doesn't matter at all and it's like they get money and they the players get money like that's cool but like as from a fan perspective i don't care if these millionaires get more money like like that exactly you know it's it's nice for the it's nice for like the the 12th men and the coaching staff and stuff to get more but like doesn't affect me and my enjoyment of the game it has no bearing i'm not gonna go out and buy like a 2023 in-season tournament champion shirts i assume they're gonna make these things but they should Oh, they, they should. should. Like, if my, if not, the Lakers win, you please believe I will be on this show rocking my in-season tournament 2023 <laughs> champion shirt and hat. I'm not going to, like, knock them if they do make them, by the way. Like, I think they should because people will 100% buy them. I just – I got no – I don't care. I don't care about this thing. And I don't know how you make – I don't know how you make – make people care i'm sure some fans will still get excited for it and be like oh this is cool 
and everything, but I don't think you can give up a, a guaranteed playoff spot. I don't think that's nah. like, I don't think you can do anything like that unless again, you do it in like a January and that's a little bit closer to, to the actual playoffs, but I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can make it like a guaranteed play in spot because then again, your one team is just basically going to one team could have a much better record. I would assume a team that wins, but then what if like the one seed wins the play play in tournament or the in season tournament and it's like, Oh, they get a guaranteed play in spot, but they're the one seed. So who, so they yeah, just, they basically got nothing then. Honestly, like, I feel like it's either the Nuggets or the Boston Celtics that are going to win this in-season tournament. I don't know. I don't know how much, like, those guys, I'm sure those guys care for, like, the, the lower, you know, guys. No, I don't, I don't think they care or care about the in-season tournament. I just think there's a, those, over the last, the first two weeks of the season, those are the two teams that have looked the best. That's why this in-season tournament, it's it's kind of going to be easy to predict or going to be easy for one of these top teams that have looked good in these first two weeks to win it. So that's why I'm going with either Boston or Denver to win this in-season tournament. I don't, I don't think so because I don't think the tournament games, like the actual like tournament stuff is until like December. Which is the the weird thing is like injuries and stuff. Well, I know group change. group play group play goes through like uh, the end of November. Yeah, the so, Lakers played their last group stage uh, November twenty first. So, like a lot can change between them. Yeah, the championship game isn't until December 9th. so it's still a month away. Like injuries could easily impact who is actually playing. Like Shea didn't play in the game against the Warriors. I don't know if they would have won or lost the game if Shea plays, but he didn't play in that game. He played last night and they won. It's like, oh, cool. We don't have our best player for this in-season tournament game, but he's playing the next game. So it's it's just dumb, honestly. Like I I don't really I don't care about it. Whoever wins, cool. Congrats to them that they they win this thing and people making a lot of money get more money. I know we don't have much to judge on, but I would like to, you know, say after two weeks of the season that Jeremy Lambert looks like he was right about one thing. The Memphis Grizzlies look like trash. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, I did not like them. Uh, I did. I didn't like them with um, after the the jaw stuff. I thought they could survive the jaw stuff. The Adams thing I thought was was really the killer, and it kind of has been. Like they just. Because Adams allowed them to do so much, and now they're just not like their only victory this year is over Portland, and they lost to Portland yeah. as well. Like, it's it's not a great team otherwise, and they're gonna need now they got a lot of ground to make up because they're already one and six. Like now they got you got to make up these games, and like if you're, I don't think they're gonna be this bad, but if you're like three and 22 when jaw comes back like you ain't making up that much ground just because jaw morant's back nah nah it's a, it's, a, it's a tough sell and i i don't know i think that jaw will of course make them better but i it just doesn't look too good i don't think they're gonna be in that playoff mix or maybe they'll be in the play-in they can position for, for themselves to have a second half of the season run but right now it just doesn't seem good they don't have the guys in the front court their their backcourt is still trying to build chemistry with one another with job being out so 
it's a, it's a tough sell for the Grizzlies overall right now. But I think that the second half of the season, they will be better and they will be at least in a play in position. But I want to I want to say, you know, shout outs to my family, Kyrie Irvin, make me look good so far. Uh, two weeks into the season. Appreciate have, you. Kyrie. I have no idea what to make of the Mavericks. I will say this. Oh, they haven't beaten anyone. I like I I'm saying this as someone that immediately they have not beaten anyone. They've beaten oh. the Hornets, the Grizzlies, the Nets. Like, like no. They and the only team they faced that was worth a damn was the Nuggets, and they lost by like 12. So yeah. Real real quickly, Trey Trey says, Are we surprised the Grizzlies are trash though? I think a lot of people are. A lot of people still had them as a playoff team. Like they they just figured, oh, they'll they'll be fine. And I thought without jaw like they would be okay because they played better without jaw last year like they 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 were still above water easily yeah. without jaw last year again i thought the adams injury was the big one for them um but yeah i think a lot of people still had memphis as a, a playoff team even maybe once the the um maybe once the adams injury hit they were like okay maybe they're not a playoff team but before the adams injury certainly people had them as a playoff team uh, the Mavericks, I will, I will say this about them. Have they beaten like anyone that is like a big time to me? No, not really, but you can only beat. And I say this all the time. You can only play and beat the teams in front of you. And they've taken care of business against bad teams. Something they didn't do down the stretch last year. And that's why they fell out of the play in spot is because they were losing to a lot of these bad teams. Like they, yeah. they lost games like, important games against, against the hornets, hornets. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like you can only play the teams in front of you and they're beating them and they're beating them convincingly so and that's good like you want to much like you know memphis is gonna climb out of a hole at one and six dallas has now like gotten themselves a nice little lead at six and one so hey good good on uh dallas like yeah. they're, they're playing it, it, well. do, it, it does feel like dallas is just the portland of this year because portland had a similar record this time last season and we saw how that turned out but we'll see how it turns out for dallas, dallas is i just than I, I, of course of course because they have my family Kyrie irvin shots out to him averaging 20 points per game eight assists looking good Playing well with with Luca so far this season. I want to see how they do this upcoming week when they play a little bit more of like the the, the bigger teams. But I see Andrew Zeri in the chat shouting out the New York Knicks who picked up a victory last night against uh, James Harden, who it looked good. It looked good in 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 places. I had my friend who was at the game like sending me highlights, like oh the boy is working, boy is working, and I was like oh y'all lost though. Um, but yeah, he's a James Harden fan. But but yes. <laughs> But but I I will say that the the New York Knicks shots out to former Laker great Julius Randle who looked great last night twenty seven points uh and and uh I think Brunson did Brunson have uh twenty six last night I think Brunson the, played well no 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 uh no actually he didn't he had seven points it was uh R J Barrett who had oh he had a points. I didn't oh yeah R J Barrett returned yeah Brunson did hit like a big three uh yeah. when the the Clippers were kind of running. There at the end, maybe that's why I thought Brunson played well. He hit a big shot, even if he didn't shoot the ball well overall. Um, I watched the the majority of that. Andrew Darian, why I don't get a call? You be inviting people to dinner and stuff. I don't get a call to go to the Knicks game. Damn. I watched the majority of that game last night because I wanted to see how the Clippers looked. And Tyron Lue talked about like, you know, I'm excited to see the process 
and everything. And of course, people are like, ha, Tyron Lou, your team sucks. I think that <laughs> I understand what Tyron Lou is, is saying because I don't think the and this is gonna sound weird to say, I don't think the Clippers played that bad last night. I know it sounds weird after a double digit loss. Paul George missed a lot of shots that he, he probably is going to make. Kawhi Leonard missed a lot of shots that he is probably going to make. I thought the the shot, you probably want Paul George shooting more than Russell Westbrook. But Westbrook played well last night. He played really well. It's going to be an adjustment period for all of these guys to figure it out. They got to stay healthy, and that's going to be a, a huge thing as well because – the more time they have on the court, the better are obviously the better they will be. You know, that was the thing with the, the Westbrook um, LeBron Davis Lakers. I, I didn't think that thing was going to work anyway, but they couldn't stay on the court enough to see how it was going to gel and everything. And then everything just started to fall apart. I mean, very much the same thing could happen with the Clippers. Honestly, um, it might, it might not work. There is just a lot of, there's a there's a lot of similarities in a lot of these guys' games. They kind of fell apart when it was like Harden and the bench unit last night. Like that's when the Clippers went on their big run. It was just Harden with bench players. And I don't even know why that was a thing in the first place. Like to me, if you have four all-star caliber players, I know they're not all at their all-star level at this point. But if you have these four guys, you should have at least two of them on the court at the same time. Like you, you just should develop all that chemistry, develop those reps between these guys. So um, it's going to, the Clippers are 0 and 3 away from, away from crypto arena. Crypto.com. So yeah, they're, they're not great on the road. We'll see if they can figure it out. I have a little bit of hope with the Clippers. It's still early with all of this stuff. Like, you know, the, the West is bunched as you would expect it to be all these teams got like three wins and then there's a a few teams with four and then you got the teams that are really standing out like the nuggets and so far the mavericks and the warriors have played well too my warriors i told you your warriors i'll give you i'll give you love for that and the timberwolves have looked have looked good so far this uh this early part of the season timberwolves have yeah like they 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 have they're like the the juxtaposition to uh the Mavericks because they have beaten teams they've beaten the the Celtics they've beaten the Nuggets so I, I've been impressed with the with the Timberwolves the early part of the season. Anthony Edwards, I, I told you that's a bad dude right there. That's a yep. bad dude. I should right I should have been lower on the Grizzlies, higher on the on the Timberwolves. I should have traded them out. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it when I was saying it. Yeah, Anthony Edwards is nice, man. He's nice. Ant Man. Uh no, Kermit. Our boy Kermit. <laughs> um, the Bucks. I don't know if you've seen much of the Bucks. Um, like they're four and two. Like, not bad. You know, any 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 winning record is good. They actually have a negative point differential, which is kind of crazy to, to yeah. be a three seed and have a negative point differential. And it's definitely been an adjustment period with Giannis and Dame. I also just think, and look, I still think they're going to figure it out. And I think they're still going to be good and come playoff time. Like you're not going to want to see this team They're you know, six games in there's legitimate questions about just like their age and, and really Chris Middleton because if Middleton is just like a guy and not like Chris Middleton, it's 
the team takes a big hit backwards because I think a lot of people, myself included, expected him to be maybe not like Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton from the playoff run, but certainly better than he showed last year after coming off the injury and everything. Like if he's just, if this is just who he is, the guy he was for pretty much all of last season, that's not a great team. Like they're still really good, but they're not great. Yeah, you want Middleton to at least give you shades of what he was giving you two years ago before he got this injury. And he just he seems like he's just getting back into play. He's working off the rust right now. And I, I don't think there's anything to kind of write home about the first two weeks for the for the Bucks. They they've beaten some some teams that are good, like the Sixers, like the Heat, uh, but they've lost to teams like the Hawks, they've lost to teams uh like the Raptors. So you do you do have to like raise your eyebrows to that a little bit, but I don't think there's anything that I've seen that's making me be like, okay, I'm questioning their age and stuff like that. And even with Middleton, it's just six game sample. I can't say anything until we get like maybe a month into the season. And I'd be like, okay, maybe we should look at this more, more closely because Chris Middleton may be washed. I don't know if we're at that stage yet, but yeah, we got to pay attention to it. I think a month from now, they'll they'll have things a little bit more figured out, especially if Middleton can ramp up and not be on such a minutes restriction, because that's going to throw off the rhythm of guys as well. It's like, oh, well, Middleton's only playing like 20 minutes a night. You know, what's that team going to look like when he's playing 30 minutes a night? Um, he's not taking a lot of shots right now. He's not scoring a lot. Um, he's averaging nine points this season. Like you expect way more out of that for, from Chris Middleton. Hey, look, they had a big change in philosophy in getting Dame. And not only a big change in philosophy, like a late change. Because Dame didn't come in until media day. It's not like they had a whole offseason to try to formulate what this looks like. Like they had a preseason to try to formulate what this looks like. And then game started to matter. And again, they, they changed a... It was a big philosophy change because you're going from Drew Holiday, who very good defensive player, kind of limited offensively in what he does. What he does one of the best offensive players in the league. Yeah, yeah. What Drew Holiday does offensively is good, but Damian Lillard is a different kind of scorched earth kind of player offensively and a different scorched earth player defensively than Drew Holiday as well. But they, they are an older team too. Like Brooke Lopez has got a lot of miles on them jay crowder a lot of miles like they these are guys that just they got a lot of miles on them and you know especially regular season just don't know how much these guys are gonna go out there and give those jumps and and just effort in in the regular season every single night because that's when it becomes such a grind and for the older players like especially in rings culture time like they're they got one thing on their mind and so regular season just ain't ain't quite what it is for them it, it just seems to me like once you win a championship, you don't go as hard in the regular season. And you're also right about the whole time frame because of when Dame came in. Really, their preseason was their training camp. And what we're seeing now is their preseason. So we're not going to see the real Bucks, how they gelled, and when they finally build chemistry until about a month to two months. By like the end of December, by Christmas Day, 
I think that's when we can really kind of judge the Bucks for who they are once they get their feet under them and if it's going to work or not. And if they're a great team, a very good team, or a team that's going to go below expectations, which a lot of people expect them at least to get to the conference finals. So I think that, like I said, I don't think I've seen much from the first six games that tells me anything about them. I think that we've seen more from like the Celtics, I would say in these first six games that tell us that, yeah, they might be, they might be better than they were the last two seasons this season, adding guys like true holiday and uh, pushing I mean, I, I thought that I picked the, the Celtics to win the title. So clearly I'm very high on the Celtics. Uh, Trey mentions the Bucks got a new head coach. Yeah. That's going to be, and not only a new head coach, but a new star player that didn't have a whole lot of time to figure things out with the new head coach, new scheme, new system, everything like that. And then Terry Stotts just left the team like two weeks into the preseason as well. So that changed things up. The The Celtics, like they got new pieces in there, but the new pieces they got in there were fits, were essentially just Perfect fit. versions there were souped up versions of the old pieces they had in there. Kristaps Porzingis is a better player than Al Horford, but they do similar things in the sense of they're going to stretch the floor. They're going to be a safety I would, valve. I would say that Porzingis is a souped up Grant Williams. Uh, I mean, sure. Because they got Al Horford. Al Horford is still there. Like, yeah, like but he's still better him. than Al Horford. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, he's he's better. But I think I think his game is more because Al Horford, you depend more on him like as a defender, and I don't think you do that with Pazingas. Offensively, they do similar things as far as stretching the floor, being a safety valve, making the right plays and stuff. Grant Williams was just kind of a a floor stretcher like that that you didn't you weren't like isoing with him you shouldn't be isoing without horford but you can run like high uh high elbow stuff without horford he's still a very good passer uh al horford bounce passes um and then drew holiday is a souped up version of of marcus smart the the depth in boston is still going to be an issue like they didn't have Derek white last night i don't think and that's a big reason why they lost lost. last night like they got they got like six guys and once you get into the uh once you get into uh the playoffs, like hey, six guys is kind of all you need. Like that's fine. But you know, that's not um they need you know, to, like six- a free agency pickup or maybe a trade of like dra- trading maybe some of their second round. Sure yeah, sure I think they they're will. gonna I think they're gonna fill out the roster and they'll get some pieces by trade deadline. They're gonna have the pieces coming off the bench that they need. And that's why I have the Celtics going to the NBA finals. One half of my NBA finals pick looks great. Lakers, what the hell happened? Cancel winning time. Y'all don't know it's winning time. It's time to win. Is it because I didn't watch the Lakers game last night that they lost? Probably so. No, I did. I actually did watch the end of the Lakers game. Maybe that's why they lost. I don't know. Yeah, that is. What's the gimmick here? Why did they lose? I agree. Because I watched. I agree. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Whichever one, whichever one it was, you didn't watch. Yeah, that's your fault. You did watch? Yeah, it's your fault. I agree. <laughs> well, yes, in-season tournament we talked about. We talked about James Harden's debut in Madison Square Garden, the fact that Andrew Zarian don't invite me to be in the Madison Square Garden suites uh, to see the game live. Damn you, Andrew Zarian. But, yes, I think that we, we, we touched on all the notes as far as the NBA so we can get We're into. Not, not going to talk about. I can talk about, I mean, Wemby, Chet. 
OKC. Why? 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 You talked about OKC. I didn't talk about. I didn't mention OKC at all. Yeah, you did. You said Shea was out. Yeah, Shea was out against the Warriors. That's it. Like that's. I can't talk more about them. I can't talk about that egregious fucking goaltending call that apparently the rules are different for Draymond Green. Can we, can we not talk about how the rules are completely different for this man? This man throws a bitch. You, you, you want to get started on rules being different? Did you see yeah. LeBron James getting beat the hell up? You, you, LeBron James is one of the greatest players of all time. He can't get a foul call. These referees are sure. out of control. I agree. I agree with you. LeBron probably should get a lot more foul calls than he than he actually gets. That's been the case his entire career. Like he, he no, should. It's been, it's been more evident since he became a Los Angeles Laker. Mm. It goes back. This is a this is a whole vendetta the NBA has had against the Los Angeles Lakers since the 2002 NBA Western Conference Finals when the referees was getting paid for Shaq and Kobe to win championships and they 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 basically screwed over the Sacramento Kings. Ever since then, the NBA has had a personal vendetta against the Los Angeles Lakers. It's the reason why Chris Paul wasn't traded to us because David Stern vetoed the damn trade. I had to go to Barack Obama and ask him about that. He was like, I have no control over what's going on in the NBA. This is some nonsense. And then all the all the, all the foul calls, all the people that have that they, that they have kept away from us. It's ridiculous. And then they canceled winning time. And then they canceled winning time. Everyone, please take note, not the jazz, of what just happened there. Please take note of it. Everyone, please write it down in your notepads how I was going to talk about another team and how one person gets away with way more than they should. One person can cry and be animated and throw a fit and apparently change rules in the middle of the game and how I was going to be very upset about this. And I couldn't get two words in before SB3 had to make it about the Lakers. Just please take note of that. It's, It's always about the Lakers. Lakers fans, no matter what, it's got to be about the Lakers. That's it. It's like, oh, I, I don't like the Knicks. I mean, you don't like the Lakers as well? What does this have to do with the Lakers? I'm sorry, you didn't mention the Lakers. Can we please talk about the Lakers? That That's that's how Lakers fans operate, everybody. And he's like, he's agreeing with me. Like, that's, that's what it is. Like, I had something to say about Draymond Green, how he complains that he gets the most texts in the league, but realistically he should have even more text because he complains on every single call even on calls that are correct even on things that go the warriors way draymond complains about and doesn't understand and is you know jumping up and down like how can this be like just throwing throwing fits on every single play and he doesn't get a tech on any of those he doesn't And SB3 just makes it about the Lakers. Now, oh, how does this affect LeBron James? You want to talk about people who, who don't, have, don't have things go their way. LeBron James doesn't have things go his way. How can this be about the Los Angeles Lakers? Oh, the goaltending? The goaltending rule? Well, back in 1985, when Magic Johnson was, was about to win the, win the game in the first round of the playoffs, they should have called goaltending on that play. But they didn't, and the Lakers ended up losing that yep. game. 
It's yep. always about the Lakers. That's it. I agree. That's, that's what it's always about. I agree. How can they change the goaltending rule? I don't I've never seen this in my life. Never. I didn't understand it. Look, the the shot was going in. I agree with the the rule that or the the uh what, the what's premise? the word? Uh, what? No, I mean, I guess premise, but they're overall, they said like, oh, Draymond didn't affect the shot going in. Like, yeah, that's true, but I've never seen it called like that. Like, if you make contact with the rim while the ball is on the rim, it's a goaltend. That's how they've always called it. Yeah. And for some reason, now, even Draymond, they had a shot of Draymond. He's like, my bad. He was apologizing to Steph Curry for fucking up his game winner. He went over to Steph. He said, my bad. That's on me. I screwed up. And then I'm sure after he won, he still went over to the refs and complained and was probably just like, why would you even review it? Of course that should have counted. Like, I know the rules. Like, I didn't get it. I, I did not understand it at all. It didn't come down. I'm not the person who was like, oh, the refs screwed us. The, this rule, that rule. Okay, so he should have found a different way to win that game. Lou Dort should have figured out a way to clamp up Steph Curry, which was probably never going to happen. Maybe don't let Draymond hit two threes in the game. Maybe don't let them run their little short roll alley-oop that they always friggin' run. Chet and it always little, works. Yeah, it always does. They're a good team. Chet could have been a little bit quicker in the rotation to try to affect Steph Curry's shot. Lou Dort could have made two free throws instead of one free throw, and then that changes the whole psychology of the game because then the, the Warriors are down one instead of a tie game, so who knows what they – maybe they don't run the same play. Like A lot of things could have gone differently in that game to where OKC could have and should have won that game. Came down to the goaltend. They called it how they called it. I've just never seen it called like that. It was baffling to me that they called it like that. If you want to argue, and I actually don't think this is a bad argument, Giddy gets his arm underneath the basket and he grabs onto the to the net. That's probably bad. That's basket interference. Like if you want to call that, and then Draymond, it's roughly the same time, but it does look like Giddy grabbed it first. If you want to call that, and then Draymond touches it, you're gonna say, "Oh, it's basket interference." But the rule is, if it's two fouls there, you jump ball at half court. That's the True. rule. I just I never seen that. It was so weird. I learn new rules whenever OKC plays. I the game last night against the Hawks, uh, and Wallace hit a three, and then like four minutes later, they when play stopped, they took it away, and they're like, "Oh, he's out of bounds." I just took the three away four minutes later. Yo, I was like, this was... that trips me up when they do it so far after, like when they change a two to a three, that trips me up too. Because it's like, it's like, goddamn, like y'all should, y'all should check this like right after. Check it immediately. Yeah. yeah. Check it. Cause I remember as I, it seems like, you know, your team always gets screwed in these situations, right? That's how it always goes. Your team never benefits from this. But I remember when Giannis stepped out of bounds um this is a while ago he stepped out of bounds in the final two minutes and they did it and then he scored what turned out to be the game-winning basket this was in the, this was a game-winning basket this wasn't you know middle of the second quarter with six minutes to go that's about when case and wallace's three went down this is a game-winning basket here he stepped out of bounds and they they reviewed it and they're like oh we can't do anything about that like huh <laughs> They're like, no, it, it happened. We did we missed it in real time, so we can't do anything about it. But for some reason, nowadays you can change a three 
in the six minute in the second quarter, but you couldn't change a game winning basket in the final two minutes when you reviewed it. What are we doing? It's like we can't make those decisions too late. We can do it really early. We can do it. We can do it now. Yeah, you now? gotta just just. How about you get stuff. how you about you get this North Face jacket in the summer? That's basically what the NBA is. Saying. You gotta you gotta call this stuff immediately. That's what they do in hockey. Like hockey, sometimes they don't always notice when the puck goes in because sometimes it'll like hit the back of the net and come right back out, and they're like, "Oh, did that go in or not?" Like play will continue. The replay is immediately on it. They sound the horn. It's like, hey, come over and replay this before they keep playing another five minutes of hockey. And then they replay it. It's like, oh, that was a good goal. Let's, okay, reset. Here's the time. Yeah. Just reset it immediately. Because now, like, the the mentality changes. It changes how you play. When yeah, you like, know, when, when the OKC thinks changed. they have a three here. They're playing for four minutes. And all of a sudden, this three just goes away. It's like, oh. Well, this, this changes a lot. Lose, how do we lose points in, yeah. in that? I didn't know that was possible. <sighs> Basically, oh, yeah, the 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 end the the end of all this is that the Lakers were always screwed, and that nothing of none of this actually matters unless it affects the Lakers. I agree. If you took, if you took nothing away from any of that, if it didn't affect the Lakers, it doesn't actually matter. It doesn't actually matter. I agree. This is this is this is the honest to God truth we're trying to tell you here. All right. Anything else? Basketball. Wimby. Wimby looks good in in a, in some of these games, and then he looks like a rookie in 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 other of these games, and that's how it's gonna go. Like I think if you but that who, Phoenix meltdown. Oh my god! Oh, that Phoenix meltdown was hilarious. Oh my god! That was, that was so funny to watch. I I put it out on Twitter. I was like, nothing gives me more joy than watching the Phoenix Suns choke. Oh that was an God. ultimate one too, because they were up like twenty in the third quarter, and then Durant just got straight yanked. Yo, the ball he, was straight guy, yanked was, out of his was, hands. It was like he wasn't paying attention. It was like you were playing two K, and you took advantage <laughs> of a CPU that wasn't reacting very fast. Like he was like so he was like so caught off guard. They were full court press and didn't see the other defender behind him. It was. It was hilarious, honestly. So so funny. Um, yeah. At Wimby, and then Wimby had the the monster thirty eight point game against them. Like he's, but then like last night he had like under twenty. So, and some games are good, some games are bad. That's how it is. Not only as a rookie, but a rookie on a team that's obviously not that good. Like Chet and a rookie that's trying to adapt from one style of play of basketball to another. We're going from France to to America here, but sure. He, I think he's. I think that that transition you're already seeing that's being done very well. But he has a lot of stuff he's trying to adapt to uh, while he's getting used to the NBA style of play, and I think he's he's done pretty well for himself so far. The the highlights definitely stand out. Like he he's just blocking anything and everything. The one play where OG's under the rim and he tries to go up and he just like snatches the ball from him, like. It was disrespectful how he did that. Um, so he, but he's a rookie at the end of the day. You know, I think Chet is. If there's a rookie of the year race six games in, I think Chet kind of has an edge right now. Chet's on a much better team. He's on a team where he doesn't have to do as much. What have you have you not been watching Chet Holmgren play? Chet Holmgren's not a rookie. He's he's Ben Simmons. Did Ben Simmons not win rookie of the year? He did on okay. a year that he shouldn't have won rookie of the year. 
Okay. So that's what Chet. That's what Chet looks like he's gonna do. I don't know if Chet's gonna win. Honestly, I still think Wimby's gonna end up winning. But right now, if you don't want to call Chet rookie, I don't care. I true. I truly, truly don't. I just want. I just want Chet to play well. Whether he's a rookie or you want to say he's a second year, or he's a sophomore. He's playing well. That's all I give a shit about. These accolades. Hey, Thunder, Thunder, Thunder gonna be in the playoffs. So these fine. accolades don't matter to me. These individual accolades don't care. Don't care about these individuals. It's cool. It's nice. I care about wins. That's what the team should care about. Chet looks nice. Though. And Blake Griffin won. Yeah, Blake of the Griffin, year. another one that shouldn't have one rookie of the year. Stop getting injured your rookie season. Like, just play your rookie season. Stop doing this. Just play even though you're injured. That yeah, so just play. Play a game. Play okay. one game so you can't be a rookie the next season. Sure, sure. That's the rule. Okay. Sorry. I apologize. Okay. Do the Lakers have any rookies? Um, did we did we cut all of our rookies? Max Christie? What's Max Christie doing? Everyone was super hyped about isn't him. Max, isn't Max Christie a second year player? Oh, uh, we got uh Aldano. Uh, what is this? Jr. Jadar, whatever his name. He is. sounds like he's getting a lot of minutes. <laughs> Jeremy, I don't appreciate your sarcasm. Right? Hey, remember when LeBron was going to be under 30 minutes a night and that went out the window like two games into the season because they needed to really win games and now he's playing 35 minutes a night? Hey, 35 is, the, is down from the last couple of seasons, so I'll take that. But yeah, we got uh, Jalen Hood uh, Shafino, who, who got drafted to us. So he's, he's playing on the team, but I don't think he's getting any minutes. LeBron James is playing more minutes than he played last year so far. There we go. He's playing the second most minutes of his entire Lakers career, SP3, so far. The second most. The only time he played more was 21-22. That's the only time he's played more minutes in his Lakers career. So it's not down from last year. In fact, it's the second most of his entire Lakers tenure. Well, last year, last year he was trying to break the record, so that's why he played so many minutes. So, I mean, or didn't. Well, hey, um, <laughs> let's call this what this is. They are still a super reliant on LeBron James. Yes, yes. At thirty-nine years old, we are still yeah. reliant on LeBron James. Unfortunately, seven games in, which we are three and four, so we need to stop being so reliant on LeBron James. And now Anthony Davis. Davis says he's going to play on Wednesday. You know, we'll see if his groin starts spasming again. Got in through injury. Let's go. I hope Davis is healthy. I, I got nothing against Anthony. See, and look, look at this. Look at this, guys. I thought I thought we were done with NBA. I didn't want to talk about the Lakers anymore. This guy brings up the Lakers again. So here we are talking about the Lakers again. Sorry, guys. He's making it about the Lakers, not me. He's like Skip. They, he's like Skip Bayless. They always want to talk about talk about the Lakers to try to drag us. You ain't see Shannon talk want to talk about the Lakers all the time, even though LeBron James, his favorite player, drag you. I was just pointing out facts. Sorry that I'm pointing out facts. I don't know. You want me to be incorrect on this show? We were. We already talked about the Lakers. Why you ain't bring that up? Why? Why we? Why are you talking about the past? I'm not. I'm literally yes, talking are. about the what's going on with the Lakers right now. We already talked about what's going on with the Lakers right now. And you got mad at me the last time I brought up the Lakers, and then you bring them up again. 
talking about LeBron James SP3. Oh, now this, now this, now this. Now I don't want to talk about LeBron James. We, we changing the goal. We we changing the goalposts now, ladies and gentlemen. What's the goalposts, JJ? We, we got we got we're a, playing we basketball. Got, There's we got something else in our headline to talk about. South Park. Yes. Do you want to move on to South Park? I'm ready to move on to South Park. Okay. What did you did you think? So it's a new special on Paramount Plus. Into the Pandaverse. Joining what, the Pandaverse. Joining the Pandaverse, sorry. What did you what did you think of this? I didn't think they would knock it out of the park again after uh the uh what was it? Was it was it the COVID special or the post-COVID yeah. special where we went into the future and saw the future them? That's like that's like one of the greatest specials they've ever done. But I feel like this one is one of the most honest and just like wow like yeah that's actually very true like from the a plot to the b plot they were just hitting me over the head with stuff where i was just like yeah that is very true disney and their pandering and how every kathleen kathleen it was like kathleen put, Kennedy. Put, a, put a woman in it Kathleen, the carpet version of Kathleen Kennedy had me dying every single time she would say that. He's like, you want to mess with me? You better put a woman in it and make a game. <laughs> oh my god, that, that was hilarious, but the, the B-plot with no one knows how to do shit just had me rolling the entire time. And how they just kept adding on top of it to make it more ridiculous like like you know, he's you have you started off with randy trying to fix a broken door of the oven and teaching his kids how to do it and you think he's gonna teach his kids or pull out a cell phone to tell them about showing them how to do it on youtube but no he calls the he calls the handyman and then the handyman is basically so rich because no one can do shit. And then that starts basically a whole B-plot of Randy trying to search for someone to, to fix his oven door. And then getting further and further where then finally our A-plot and our B-plot meet. And Randy goes into the oven. Into the Pandaverse. And then, and then I love the, I love the making fun of these different multiverse movies where all it is is person in a different outfit. There's nothing yeah. really that changes about these people when they go through different multiverses. But I love Randy being like, oh my God. It's like, what happened? I'm wearing a Baltimore Ravens shirt. I hate them. It's like, oh my God, the Dolphins. The Chiefs. Oh, it's so funny. I, I love when South Park hits like something right on the nail that's very relevant. And and then they have a whole hour to talk, not just the 25 minutes we're used to. They do it for over an hour. I thought this was right up there with the post-COVID special as their best special they've done on Paramount so far. I liked the bit on Elon and Zuckerberg where the two rich handyman hillbillies were, were fighting over who was richer and they were going to get into an MMA fight. Um, like I, some of the South Park stuff is the, the later stuff isn't always for me because I don't always love that. They just like, Hey, what's topical. Let's go after that. I like the stuff that stands out a little bit longer. That's why the early season stuff will always like, because it's not just, hey, what's kind of a topical thing? Let's let's just riff 
That's why the post-COVID special, I feel, is the best special mm. they've done because that one is like it's it's really about them and about the characters. So that I feel like that has more lasting power. But I felt like this was very, very I, I don't I don't know if I like it as much or better than the streaming wars. If I, I just remembered that one, I really enjoyed the streaming wars as well. And I felt like that's a one that has more lasting power because of it's it's basically about South Park. It's about South Park being split between uh, Max and Paramount, and they made a whole special about it. Like that—that's what—that's what's very great about that one. But I felt like this one was a worthy to be in that in that conversation with them. So it's right from the beginning where you have a a diverse black woman as Cartman saying the same Cartman thing. I was like, oh man, they're really going there. They're really going there. And then just all the 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 the, the uh, dialogue between the characters, especially in the in the uh, the diverse woman uh, universe, was just great. It was just great throughout the, especially when Cartman went there. I mean, it's it's the joke of it. I don't know why I used quotation marks of it, but like the the joke of it is largely actually use diverse people and characters in your movies and television shows don't just insert a black person and do Cartman jokes. Like that is the, the joke of the, the whole thing, because that is so often what we see in movies and television, right? It's just, okay. Oh, we need like tokenism. Like South Park. um, I basically, I basically feel like, like this is just a whole dissection of like She-Hulk. I felt like She-Hulk was one of the worst abominations that have ever been on television and one of the worst things Disney and Marvel has ever done. Like, that was just like, yeah, we're going to make Hulk, but it's a law show and it's with a woman. Yeah. Like, that's basically it. That was basically it. They did not have a plot. They literally ended with the plot just completely... Uh, imploding upon herself and her breaking the fourth wall and talking to, to freaking Kevin Feige. Like, that was one of the worst pieces of cinematic anything I have ever seen. Um, So, like, I felt like this was a great dissection of that type of stuff. And I loved Cartman in this, that he was basically the catalyst because I love the moment that he has with the real Kathleen Kennedy at the end where he's like, I'm sorry for ruining something you love. And he was like, I'm sorry because, you know, uh, you know, uh, going in on uh, woke stuff is lame. And I was like, yeah, that's basically what it is. He ba- they basically South Park is saying that the what Disney did, yeah, it's very lame, but you just always railing on it it becomes lame as well so i love that they always know how to like ride that line and tell both sides of the story basically i did like the the stuff with randy and the the ai taking over and you mentioned that you know he couldn't fix it he just asked siri can you fix it so he's like i don't have arms to do this like no you gotta watch the video and do it yourself um and yeah it became like this isn't about um uh what was the what was the thing oh shit completely blanked on it it's about like learning a trade it's about like ai taking over the world now yeah. like this is who we got to really worry about the the ai taking over uh and then ai of course takes over um <laughs> i the multiverse gags was were, were funny to me because like i'm not into like marvel and all that stuff i or dc or whatever like i'm just not 
it's not for me it's too much for me so i did like all the multiverse gags of just like hey yeah let's just go into a different universe we'll just change everything and you know try to keep up with it don't keep up with it who knows what we're actually trying to do here but it's great it's new it's fresh it's exciting look at all this like fun stuff we're doing it's like nah you're just like 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 the joke is you're just changing shirts and kind of doing the same thing like and i doing? love I love the the the, the uh, black woman Cartman going to PC principal and being like uh, the the kids are just like it's ridiculous that Cartman is a black woman. Are you trying to say that Cartman can't be a black woman? Like <laughs> I loved it. I was like I was like yes yes. And then Cartman doing the same. Cartman did amazing doing the na 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 na. Butters like grown up butters multiverse butters and Lulu Lu got some apples. No, she was doing it very soulful. Yeah, yeah, it was soulful. Yes, yes, yes. I got me some apples. Yeah. Oh, I was dying at that. I I did the typical butters version, but yeah, you did the soulful one. Uh, the multiverse. Yes, the multiverse. Oh, it was great. It was great. I did love that so many great bits like you have to you have to at least watch it like twice to, to get all the stuff that they were making fun of throughout this uh, throughout this whole entire uh episode or special um oh okay oh yeah i gotta get my integrity back i was just looking at some of the uh yes pile driver finisher like you should watch it pile driver finisher like if you, you really should yeah if you guys like the marvel multiverse stuff like more power to you uh, but if you want to just kind of see uh, like some spoofs and gags on that, like you, you hopefully you appreciate something like that. I don't know. Maybe you're like, this is stupid, but I appreciate it. Mostly. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it. And Padre Finisher also saying he's loving the Loki show and I love the Loki show as well. So that's why I was able to enjoy this and, and laugh at it even more because yes, Disney is pandering. Like, like I love them going in about the uh, Indiana Jones is a female now. Too. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just it's it's a lot of it's a lot of tokenism in in movies and television. Like you see it, it's just like ah, we don't have a female character, let's do that. We don't have a, a minority character, let's just do that. And it's like they're not acting how a female or a minority would act it's just we're just doing it to do it i think some instances get it right but then there are other ones that certainly just don't like it don't they don't yeah you meant you mentioned she hulk like i think miles morales does a a, like the spider-man and i love that right I love them mentioning that. They was yeah. like, oh, do you have a problem with, with Miles Morales? He's like, no, no, that has a concrete story. It is yeah. a good story within <laughs> itself. This is silly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that one gets it right. I mean, again, you mentioned She-Hulk. It's like, yeah, let's just do Woman Hulk. Ha ha ha. Like, I said, okay, why? Yeah. Uh, let me send this link to our pal, Share Delaware. And... Uh, I've not watched any of this challenge season, so I don't know if we're talking about that or not. <laughs> oh my god! Like, like I feel like this challenge season is the is the NBA in season tournament, <laughs> where like yeah, yeah, we're we you know we understand that um these players that we care about, these teams that we care about, will get more money. You know, players, coaches get more money if they win the in-season tournament, but there's no investment for us to watch. Why do we care if they make these money? And with this season of the challenge, it's like, why do I care about any of these people? Like there, there was about six 
maybe seven good choices for this cast. Jay, Michelle, Big T, uh, Olivia, Horacio, Norris. I think I think I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm spent. I think that's all the fingers <laughs> that I got for the people that were at Melissa. Melissa's a good one. Yeah, Melissa. That's it. Yeah, like I said, I was, I was like tops is seven, and I got to seven. That's it. There's seven interesting people on a cast of 24. That's no, 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 no. And then the people that we are invested in, that we are interested in, that we do care about. They don't come in until like what two, three weeks from now. I think it's next week because they rushed it because the ratings have been the worst that we've ever seen for a challenge season. Hey, sheer Delaware. Hello. But tag talk now. All the all the show, all the people we care about, they're coming in to be mercenaries. And apparently, with the mercenaries this season, they will they can win the money from the person that they eliminate or whatever. That's nice and fine and dandy, but then they're gone. I don't care. It's not Invasion of the Champions. Invasion of the Champions, the ratings went up because Bananas and CT and Cara Marie and Maria and uh, Laurel came in and they were there for the rest of the season. I don't care if they're just going to pop in once and then leave with the money. Like, I don't care. I don't want to watch this. I'm not invested in any of these people. It's very Papa rating wrestling style. Sounds awful. Well, I mean, it's tied into wrestling. I couldn't escape the ads on Raw the other week. I was like, okay, yeah, this is this this match is brought to you by the challenge. Like, no, stop this nonsense. They're begging people to watch, or at least give us a cut. I mean, who else is doing wrestling and challenge podcasts? Like, at least do that. Like, I haven't watched it. I'll I'll catch up next week. We'll actually go through and do stuff next week. But it's time for what everybody's actually here for. Okay. Yeah. Before we get into this, I have a a sickling here with me, and the wife is at work. So you guys riff banter for a few minutes. Uh, I'm gonna go check on check on the sickling and see if uh, they need anything. I'll be right back. Poor, poor sickling. Poor sickling. Cher, how are you? How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I've been checking my phone every like five minutes to make sure I didn't miss the link being sent because I was ready for this. <laughs> She's like, I was born ready for this. No doctor's appointments this week. I am not letting Jeremy screw up my storyline again. She's they like, have- there will be there will be no pod smashing on my watch. No, no, no. no. No, no, no. Oh, God. She went, she went to a pod sleepover when you I, weren't around. I think the funniest thing was that he said, I wonder if people have ever had pod sex. And then, like, the next story on there was that. Okay. Child okay? Pod yes. Uh, it's the, so you guys know, I, I won't use shoot names. Uh, it's the little one. And they. It. it feels like it's always the little one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They've also they've just lost their like three front teeth. So and they've got no voice. So what a distraught time. (laughs) But like you know how adorable the little one is. So it's it's like it's the cutest thing ever. So last last night, um I I was standing behind the wife and peeking into to the room and one of the other ones, uh, I was just like, hi, and then they whatever and like i was clearly been able to be seen and i was like oh how did you see me and then 
uh the other one was like well you're very visible and then the little one just goes but you can't see me with no voice with like the, the teeth missing it was so oh, good. what so an great. angel oh. so you're they're they're watching right. they're out there watching frozen right now they're nice yes. great right. viewing yeah, movie Loves I've watched frozen. many, many of many times. Loves the Frozen. I Loves miss frozen. frozen. I haven't seen Frozen <laughs> since my oldest was like a year old because my uh, kids are like anti-Frozen. They won't watch go. anything. They won't let watch anything go. with me because at daycare after like three o'clock they just watch a movie every day. So I'll be like, "Oh, can we watch this? I've seen it already. I watched it at daycare." I'm like, "Cool. Well, I have it. So let's watch it. Like, <laughs> Give me what I want." So if anybody ever comes into my house and I'm just sitting watching Coco by myself, that's why. Because my kids refuse to watch anything with me. <laughs> Little bullies. Such a such a sad story. I know. I'm like, what about Moana? No. What about Coco? No. I'm like, Inside Out. They will watch Inside Out with me, which is like one of my go. favorites. So. There you go. At least you get one thing. Yeah. That makes me cry. So, you know. They will not watch Toy Story 4 with me because of the time that I lost my shit when we watched it and cried for like two hours. Yeah, Toy Story 4 is so underrated. People need to give it more credit. It is heartbreaking. I'm over here like about to fight Bo Peep at the end of it. Like, I'm, I'm so upset. Toy, Toy Story got all hits, no misses, all four movies. And my kids will be, like, they'll be talking about something and then randomly my six-year-old will be like, yeah, I remember that time we watched Toy Story 4 and you cried. I'm like, shut up! Leave me alone! <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Alright, let's... Encanto is... Uh, pause our finisher, just, just brought it up. They they love the Encanto when it first Never seen out. Encanto. They won't watch it oh, with me. I want to be the soulmate. Oh, well, it's frozen. We're a lot of Encanto now. No, I'm, 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 I'm still on Frozen. I'm good. When my oldest was <laughs> old, I bought the Frozen... CD soundtrack. Well, that, my kids man, are... they got bops on Frozen. Yeah. Oh my god, I used to sing those to him all the time. And sometimes I'll randomly be like, like sing the "We finish each other's sandwiches." That's yes, yes. I, I, I sing that with my with my daughter. Oh, my daughter yeah. knows a few. And of the he's words. like, <laughs> "What's wrong with you?" Because I have a pre preteen, and everything I do is embarrassing. So <laughs> seems about right. I would say I say Frozen is number two. For the amount of bops that it has for a Disney film in it's recent good. memory. Number one, though, is Moana. Moana's great. Moana has nothing but great songs. I could, I'll probably, Moana I probably, I that yeah. soundtrack. I, Moana has, is great, and I will never be able to watch Moana without thinking of Triple H singing it on the <laughs> lip sync or whatever it was, <laughs> lip sync battle or whatever. Yeah. Like, that was just. I've watched that video so many times. I'm like, how many views does that have? I'm probably half of them. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> Moana does have nothing but complete, complete. All hits, no bangers. misses. All hits, yeah. no misses. Yes, 100%. All right. Um, all right. Let's, let's, let me share my screen. Can't wait. Great. We have to so tell you what's going on on the screen here for you. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. Can someone let me know when the collision ratings are out? Because I'm supposed yeah. to do that post. As so, well. so, ladies and gentlemen, on the last edition of Love Is Blind, uh, the mobile game, there was some pod fucking going on uh, <laughs> with with Blaze and uh, our our main our 
our main character. Um, you also right, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Like, every I want to make sure everyone can. I want to make sure I get the, the setup. I see seventy-five. Me. <laughs> we yes. see the Inception. Okay. Of ourselves. Right, and here my, we go. Oh, yeah. My phone. 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 Okay. Oh shit! I no, bad. That was my fault. That was my fault. <laughs> Okay. There we um, go. Good. Okay. Gotta gotta fill in the blank spaces by by telling them what's going on in the story here. No, I was and then she me. met she met an Italian fella. Uh, who... Oh God! <laughs> Do you remember any, the Italian's name? If we have any fan mail from the Italian people, please please put that it is to SP three on it that you are mad. <laughs> it, it was to Sincenzo. Sincenzo. Um, Sincenzo. Poor Victoria. Oh my god. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Loading. Taking a while to load here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's got a lot of a lot of. A lot of I I, I, I just realized up. that. These three, these three in the uh, uh, that were at that starting screen were all the oh. same faces, just with different <laughs> hair. <laughs> all right, here we go. Everyone in character. Everyone good. Everyone ready. Well, always, tell SP3 to pick a character. Okay. <laughs> You're back ready. in the interview area to recap your date with Sophia. Look at that smile. I assume that means things went well with Nico. Yeah. He makes me feel confident and sexy. That's wonderful. But I connected with Blaze, too. Don't worry. You don't have to make any decisions yet. All you need is an open mind and your heart will do the rest. All of a sudden, Lamar rushes in. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do Lamar's voice now? No, you did Lamar's voice. Right. He spoke with like no teeth. And... <laughs> so, uh, sorry to interrupt. Something's happening in the woman's lap. God. Is <laughs> everyone okay? <laughs> You'll have to see for yourself. Like something's happened to Lamar over the last week. <laughs> You and Sophia look at one another with wide eyes and bolt into the lounge. In the living room, Kate is jumping on the couch and flailing her arms around. The fuck is Kate? <laughs> um, Kate, what have you been drinking? I'm getting married! I decided to be Kate. The wedding ring Lamar mentioned was for me! <laughs> Several of the girls rush over to Kate and hug her. Scarlet comes in and whispers to you. Who do you think proposed? I don't know, but I hope she isn't engaged to Nico. Who's the lucky guy, Kate? Gee, can you believe it? He actually proposed to me! <laughs> I lived. I lived there. I think you're Tashi, SB3. That's so... 
Jeez. <laughs> That's so excited. I'll get the sad body. <laughs> Am I a body too? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're a Monty. I think I'm the only, like, the bitch lady, Victoria. Or no, we're Victoria. Uh, I'll help. I forgot who the bitch lady was. You're this girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're the bitch. Oh, I don't no, know if I have a voice No, this, this isn't the bitch girl, but you are this No, girl. this isn't, yeah, this isn't the bitch girl. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. <laughs> Let's get this party started. The first engagement is a lot to celebrate. Eve starts blasting upbeat music, and you all start to let loose. Tashi and Amani are making margaritas, and the rest are gearing up for a game of limbo. Why has this bitch still not told us who she's engaged to? <laughs> she did. She said G. Yeah, it's G. Yeah, oh, it's G. Okay. Oh, she okay. thought she thought she was saying, "Oh, G." Um, <laughs> That's what I thought she was saying. I mean. Oh, did you guys hear? Nate left the show because he missed his mom too much. Who was Nate? Did we meet Nate? Some little bitch boy. This is you. Yeah, yeah, isn't he? Uh, nothing can surprise me at this point. What? She grabs Tashi's hand, pulling her back to the group. He would not have stopped obsessing over his mom on our date. I feel like it's changed her voice. <laughs> Awful. Dang. That sounds like that guy's got a lot of issues. My Brooke. I think I was Brooke as well. Sure. All right. There's too yeah. many of them. Yeah, at there this is. Point. Guess he wasn't ready for marriage. You can say that again. <laughs> if I have Dude, all these women have like cold issues and shit. Like from <laughs> they all need freaking sinus surgery. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing this in 2020. If I have kids to raise someday, I don't want to raise my partner too. Oh my god. Hey man, I want an equal. <laughs> they share a smile as Autumn narrows her eyes. Her eyes are always narrow. <laughs> Wait, do you know what this means? Looks like someone's going home alone. No, not Have everyone gets engaged. The show anyway. has the people go home alone. Yeah. There's an uneven number. Is that a bad thing? This whole thing is an experiment, after all. What you trying to Spoken like someone who knows they're going home alone. Damn, oh, bitch. Damn. Come on, Autumn. Tonight's about Kate and G. The process is working so far. Let's stay positive. Oh, this girl's annoying. Agree. Oh, that's you. <laughs> they all have the same face. To K, to K and J. <laughs> Everyone clinks golden glasses with a big whoop and dances happily to the thumping music. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Boom, shakalaka. As the party starts to as the party starts to wind down, the women have slowly started getting ready for bed. Scarlet turns to you during a break between songs. My Scarlet. I think it's time for a break from the cameras and a long, much needed sleep. Agreed. I'm going to put on my pajamas. Yes, I get to pick clothes again. <laughs> <laughs> Shared or thrives the pajamas. What'd you like? That's the part she loves the most. <laughs> Top left, one of these. That? Yep, that's what we're going with. 
<laughs> this is really my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> you quietly make your way to the bedroom, careful not to wake the girls that are already sleeping. But as you approach your bed, you notice an unfamiliar shape. Oh, shit. Huh? What is that? Is it a man? The shape moves and you freeze when you realize it's a person. <laughs> no way. Your heart begins to pound as you move closer. Did one of the guys sneak in to see me? What are we doing here? This is illegal. This never happened. Oh, shit. Do we get to choose? Love ain't blind, apparently. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, the chapter is complete. Next chapter. Next chapter. Next chapter. Next chapter. Oh, are we getting it to pick a man? Oh, this is going to get real awkward. <laughs> Whoa, did you see that? Oh my god, could one of the guys really have snuck in to see me? I hope not. <laughs> yeah, <ruin> this shit. <laughs> we could get in serious trouble. You creep closer, squinting through the dark, and suddenly you realize... Wait a minute, is that Tashi? Why is she in my bed? Tashi giggles, and when you real when when you hear kissing noises, you realize she's not alone. Oh shit! Oh shit! Tashi snuck someone into my bed. That's against the rules. Let it be Nico. Let it be Nico. I like drama. <laughs> you tiptoe closer to them and hear more sounds of kissing and giggling. I'm going to confront Tashi. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. She needs to know that this is not okay with me. You get closer, and you're about to clear your throat to get their attention. But then the covers shift and reveal not a boy, but a money! No! <laughs> Let's go! Let's what a reveal! Before they see you, you clap your hand over your mouth and you hide your gas to sneak away. Wow, Tashi and Amani are hooking up. I better not interrupt. <laughs> you crawl into Tashi's bed for the night, mind reeling with what you just saw. Why would you get in her bed? Like, <laughs> what do you think you've done in hers? <laughs> the next morning, you wake to the sounds of blow dryers and showers as you get the girls ready for the day. Remembering last night, you roll over to see if Tashi and Amani are still in your bed. Hmm, empty. I wonder where they went. Damn. Oh, jeez, what a reveal. That's the, that the best part of this whole game. <laughs> you head into the lounge and find that some of the other girls are splayed out on the couch, looking hungover from Kate, Kate's engagement party. Zara rubs sleep from her eyes and downs big gulps of water. I loved our excitement on that. <laughs> Morning, sunshine. All of us were so high. That shit was insane. <laughs> you were busting out some moves last night, Victoria. Scarlet passes you a bowl of fresh berries. It was definitely a wild night. Scarlet pops a blueberry into her mouth and you wonder if she saw what you saw. Has anyone seen Tashi or Amani? We only have like 30 minutes until pod dates. I check like the closet or something. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't coming under, out of that one. Under um, the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you put on your best poker face as your mind drifts back to last night. 
Kate rests her elbow on the kitchen counters and hiccups loudly. Nope, I haven't seen him since last night. <laughs> Sorry about everything. Showering together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mimosas, anyone? Bitch, you need to calm down. <laughs> How are you still drinking? Endurance! I'm an athlete! <laughs> oh, kill me. I'll take one. Did anyone find out who the prince was yesterday? The prince? I doubt he'd reveal himself. Yeah, I think that's the point of why he came here. It's definitely not G! You don't have to worry about that! I'm not cut out to be a princess anyway. <laughs> Just then, Sophia enters Kate the lounge. Kate is my favorite! Kate is my favorite! Happy day three, ladies! I hope you all had fun celebrating Kate and G last night. Kate, I can't wait for you to meet G today! The girls hoot and holler with encouragement, and Autumn rolls her eyes. I just want to punch Autumn. Yes, bitch. I can't wait to see him, my fiance. I can't wait to grab his butt. <laughs> I need someone to clip Jeremy saying, "I can't wait to grab his butt." You better. Haha! <laughs> ha, hell yeah. Well, as for the rest of my single ladies, it's time to meet another man. I know some of you might be anxious to further your connections you've already made, but we want to make sure you'll have all your options explored first. Who would you like to meet today, Victoria? Oh, I can't wait. Oh, this is an important decision. <laughs> important mm. decision. Danny. Danny, basic ass name. Danny Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> You got it. Still no sign of Amani and Tashi? We know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. They must be around here somewhere. Well, where else would they be? Wherever they are, I hope they're back soon, and two guys are going to be stranded in their pods. Could they have run away together? Oh, shit. Look at Victoria. Well, we don't want to delay filming or search for love, so ladies... The pods are open. Remember, yeah. after this date, you'll have another chance, or you'll have a chance to go on another date with someone you hit it off with. The girls hop up to get ready and head into another day of dates. Hmm, hmm. What oh, should I wear part. today? Sorry. Share its favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what are we wearing, Cher Delaware? Keep going. Um, I gotta pick things that don't clash with the hair. Um, okay, stop. Brown top, white skirt. Nope, the uh, one below that. Oh, below that. Yeah, that is black top yeah, with black, black pants. I know. I was. I was. I was looking at the brown white. Oh, I didn't like right. it. That's why. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. what we're going with. All right. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you and the girls head into your corridor of pods all looking your best i can't get over these chicks here we go oh god what voice is sp3 gonna use oh you step into your now familiar pod and are greeted by oh shit <laughs> damn <laughs> Let's go! 
That's you, SP3. <laughs> Victoria. <laughs> God. Maybe she kissed her so she'd stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Tashi, you scared me. Are you okay? I think so. I'm feeling so many emotions. Here, let's sit down. This game is insane. Tashi <laughs> nods with gratitude and the two sit on your couch. Okay. okay. Oh, that, sorry, that's you. So <laughs> last night, Amani and, and I had a couple of drinks oh, and in the dark, I didn't realize we I I mean I um I'm sorry for stealing your bed. Oh, please have you, the don't, of... you don't not realize you're doing that. I would like oh. to point this out. <laughs> All these options. I'm, I'm, you bite I'm... your bottom lip. Oh, no. You bite your bottom lip. I'm hoping for something for these options here. I didn't and mean to spy, but I did see the two of you. It's okay. It's not like we were being discreet. Why is she like 12? <laughs> <laughs> And thank you for not saying anything. Of course, it wasn't my business to tell. But now, I don't know what to do. We looked up, and it was great. But I don't know who else saw. And I came here to find a husband, and... She trails off, shaking her head as her eyes begin to glisten. I'm so sorry. I'm unloading <laughs> on you. You, you're, you've just been so nice and welcoming. I felt like I, I could. I hate you. you. <laughs> oh my god. I would just like to say, if she's trying to find a husband, she can probably just go in every one of these rooms and be like, "I hooked up with one of them last night, and she's gonna get proposed to." <laughs> Okay, just take a deep breath. Do you regret it? No, it was beautiful. Imani and I connected the moment we met. And last night, we admitted our feelings. Tashi's I think you eyes... need to leave this show, bitch. Tashi's eyes well up with tears. I think... I'm falling in love with her. Tashi. That's amazing. Yeah, be a be a support. We love a supportive yeah. queen. You think so? Of course. You came on the show to find love and you clearly found it. But Sophie, Sophia and the producers cast me to find love blindly with a man. Screw them people. <laughs> Who cares? This is your life and you can't control who you fall for. That's true. Tashi takes your hand, her expression turning from nervousness to excitement. Thank you, Victoria. I knew I could count on you to help me with this. Trey? Trey said, damn, was it that good? <laughs> <laughs> your heart warms with her words as she takes a deep breath. So... What do you think I should do now? I think you should follow your heart. 
to sort of run away. If your heart is telling you to go for Imani, you should follow that. You're right. Okay. I'm going to go find her. <laughs> Tashi gives you a big hug and then wipes the tears from her face. You've got this. I have your back. Tashi nods, determined. Thank you so much, Victoria. I couldn't have done this without you. I'll see you after your date. She's Probably not. The round. <laughs> Good luck. Tashi exits the pod with her head held high, and you're alone again. Or so you thought. Oh, no. Was Danny being a creep? He was. Yeah. <laughs> he was. <laughs> 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 Danny Phantom. He's a phantom. Wow. That oh, no! was awful. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. My date. Danny's sitting there with his hands down his pants as he's talking. Hi. How much of that did you hear? Ha ha. En enough to know. That you're a really good person. I hate you. <laughs> I'm really impressed with how you helped her through that. Well, you shouldn't have spied. Yeah, get him. <laughs> well, does it count as spying if I couldn't see either of you? Yes, bitch. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Forgive me. Next time, I will cover my ears. I don't believe him. Promise. I don't like this guy. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'm actually not surprised that they got together last what? night. What? Okay, um, Danny. You have a date with one of them? You're not? I had a date with Amani yesterday. Really cool girl, but it was clear she had a crush on Tashi. What the hell did they talk about? Tashi, really? Yeah, she went on and on about how smart and dynamic she is. It was pretty cute. Wow, that's really sweet. I hope things work out for them. Me too. Well, in the spirit of finding love, are you still down to have our date? Of course. Why didn't I get an option? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. I'm excited to get to know you. God. Knock, knock. Oh, oh no. God. Who's there? Your future husband, of course. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I hate this guy. I, I'm so glad I picked the right voice for him. <laughs> no way. I've been looking for you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, tremendous share. So I've heard. Okay, this guy is cocky. You lean back on the couch, waiting for him to continue. She is standing up. Oh, Danny. <laughs> Danny Ramos. <laughs> His voice is friendly, energetic, and laid back all at once. I can describe nice that as to that, too. Nice to meet you, Danny. I'm Victoria. Mm -hmm. How's it going? 
Depends on how this day goes, right? It could be the first day of the rest of our lives, or I could go cry into my pillow when it's over. I brought us LA's finest champagne and down comforters. And down comforters just for us. You laugh as you realize both items are sitting on a table in the corner. Danny definitely has jokes. (laughs) All right. So here's what I should know about me. What you should know about me. Wait to find out what this dumbass does. Oh, let's hear it. Well, first of all. Oh, God. (laughs) I I have a genius level IQ. Not Uh. to mention movie star looks. I'm also a self-made millionaire. Danny's tone is playful and full of sarcasm. Uh huh. And what else? Oh, I hope you like uh, six packs. Six packs? I'm not here for looks. This whole thing is about finding love without worrying about what the other person looks like, right? Touche. But if you want me to have a six-pack, I won't judge. Jesus Christ. You hear him get down on the ground. What are you doing over there? Is he there? doing some fucking sit-ups? He's oh. gonna be like, like Raven when she was Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, 38... 99 200 all right that should do it this guy sucks this guy is a total goofball i am not sure i'm into it (laughs) i need to know if he can be serious too so danny you obviously know how to make me laugh that's who me don't worry though i can be serious too when it counts you hear him moving on the other side of the wall. All right, I'm laying down. Therapy mood activated. Oh, Jesus. Give me a hard hitting question. Okay. Mm. What is your greatest fear? People not thinking I'm, I'm funny, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this man. You laugh, <laughs> shaking your head. Have you always been such a jokester? Not exactly. Oh, here comes the sob story. Yes. He's quiet for a moment, and for the first time, his voice is serious when he replies. I actually found that humor saved my life, in a way. Oh, God. Oh. I usually don't like to bring this up on the first date, but... We're on the fast track to love, right? The chat is throwing tomatoes at Danny. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, buckle up. Well, I was diagnosed with cancer my second year. Oh, fuck, they went cancer. I beat it, but my humor is the thing that that pulled me through. That's the cure. Along with my friends and family, of course. 
at some point, I realized that if I could laugh through it, I could laugh through pretty much anything. Well, congrats. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you had to go through that, Danny, but that is incredible that you beat it. <laughs> You're dismissing this man and it been beating cancer. Word! That's crazy. <laughs> Thank you. That means a lot. It was tough, but I got through it. And now, look at me! I'm on TV meeting dream girls like you! <laughs> Collision numbers are in. Okay, thank you. Wow, that is so flattering. Honestly, the only thing really helped me figure it out. What was important to me and how I wanted to spend the rest of my life. Okay, we have to put a pause on this for a second. I apologize. No worries. I'll remove that. All right. Wow, collision didn't do very well. No, not at all. Not at oh, all. Can any, any, anytime it's on the same day as a WWE show, it doesn't matter if the WWE show is at the same time or not. They always get brutalized. Like It's just too much wrestling. Yeah, one, yeah. It, yeah that's, I think that's what it comes down to. Most fans are like, I can only do one wrestling show today. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Da -da 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 -da. Danny this Danny guy sucks. <laughs> Why are you guys so harsh on him? He's a good guy. He's fucking annoying. <laughs> He's, got He's got a lot going for him. He's on TV. No, this Danny guy sucks. Dream He's a genius, a millionaire, and attractive, but he has to go on Love is Blind. He sucks. Because I have this game show host voice. That's right. <laughs> Trey, I don't appreciate you throwing tomatoes at my good friend Danny. <laughs> His name is Daniel Ramos Jr. Jr. Yep, Daniel Ramos Jr. Um, Daniel Ramos Jr. The Jr. The Jr. So. Don't appreciate all that. He comes from a uh, Puerto Rican family, uh, born and raised in Westchester. And, in uh, West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> like, no, Westchester. In Westchester, Pennsylvania, right? No. Is that what it is? Either Westchester, Pennsylvania, Westchester, New York, whatever. Is it, it, is it Westchester in Pennsylvania? Or am I just they completely have a, wrong? They have a Westchester in New York. I know that. Oh, one. do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. I did There's not probably that. a Westchester in every. Probably. There's a Harlem in Chicago that freaked me out. <laughs> it's like I'm so confused. Why am I getting off on this stop that says Harlem? <laughs> not Harlem. Did we lose? Damn, I thought we lost you, Cher. I am here. God damn it, Collision. You're getting into our whole Love is Blind mobile game. And we were going to see what was the, the verdict for Danny. Did, yes. Was Danny going <clears> to <throat> find love? I just want Danny to find love. Is that wrong? Oh, someone from Buy Me won um, the gold medal for freestyle wrestling at the Pan Am Games in Chile. WWE's oh. next signee. Yeah. NIL. 
<laughs> Men's freestyle. Good for him. He has cauliflower ears. First thing my boys, my boys, wrestling coaches, all of them have terrible cauliflower ears. And whenever the kids start like complaining about things, they're always like, "You think that hurts? Do you see my ears? Do you see what happened to my ears?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're so unsympathetic. It's hilarious. <laughs> Alright, I'm almost done. I apologize. No worries. Take your time, sir. <sighs> okay. Oh my gosh. What happened? <sighs> oh, sure. Whatever. Okay. Put the wrong rating or something? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Mm. Oh, 50. Was that the game yesterday or this oh, weekend? It? Yeah. This weekend. He was at the uh, game this weekend. Good on him. Okay. All right. Everybody ready? Yep. Okay. Get that back up. Yeehaw. Oh, where's it at? Okay. Danny's going to find love, y'all. Danny sucks. Not with Victoria. <laughs> okay. All right. Autumn is the man is the woman for him. Um, <laughs> honestly, the whole thing really helped me figure out what was important to me and how I wanted to spend the rest of my life. Danny's dive might oh, never geez. have happened right. if I hadn't gotten sick. Danny's dive? It's my business. I opened a beachfront dive bar and restaurant in Malibu a couple of years ago. <laughs> now he's gone way it. California. Well, just when he says Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that sounds perfect for you. Easy and breezy. Danny laughs. <laughs> That's me. So what do you do? I'm a business owner. No way. What kind of business do you own? That sounds like G. A beachfront dive bar in Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the owner of a clothing brand. Wow. That is very impressive. Okay. Ask me another question. All right. What would you say is loaded question? The biggest skeleton in your closet. Well, it's about seven feet. You mean like a secret? I mean like I can handle one body. Two getting stressful. Three probably too many. Once again, you can't help but <laughs> see that I, I, I... The, the, the joke, actual skeletons. Hmm. What about your skeletons? Me? Jesus, I, I hate this I can, guy. I can, I can <laughs> barely watch scary movies. You you don't have to worry about my any skeletons in my closet. You laugh, shaking your head. Half that's right. Really? 
though I think anyone who has lived a full life is bound to have a skeleton or two. And if there if there's one thing oh, I learned while I was sick, is to live every day to the fillest. I got a book full of cliches over here. I think it's cliche, <laughs> but cliches are popular for a reason, right? And one thing I realized recently is that I really want to live those full days in love and with a partner. Sounds like you know what you want. I do. Big family. This motherfucker does not shut up. (laughs) Endless, Endless sunsets. Endless laughter. And skinny dips. Oh, wow. Now I sound like one of those wooden signs people put uh, in their homes. Like you said, cliches are popular for a reason. And you? What do you want? This date to end. Yeah. (laughs) I want to find the love of my life, I guess. That's something I would definitely like to be a part of. Please give us the option to get out All of this. All right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure our time is almost up. But Thank I definitely God. don't want to leave you on such a serious note. That was oh, serious. No. I'm the funny guy, remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I remember. So tell me a joke. All right. I've got a good one. Since we're on a merry show. The, the punch on is going to be I do. <clears throat> Why don't melons get married? Hmm, I don't know. Why? Is this a honeydew joke? Probably. Because uh, they can't elope. Close. Uh... <laughs> oh man, I even I rolled my eyes at that one. At least he realized it sucked. You laugh <laughs> once more. All jokes aside, I'd really like to see you again, Victoria. Or, uh, well, um, talk to you again, I guess. What do you think? Well, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not quite ready to commit to anything yet. I get it. Gotta make sure none of the other guys have better jokes than me. Spoiler alert, they definitely don't! Regular Paul Heyman over here. No wonder that that girl decided she wanted to be with another girl after she went (laughs) (laughs) You hear Jenny stand on the other side of the pods of all. I'll talk to you again uh, soon then, Victoria. I'm looking forward to hearing your laugh again. You smile to yourself as he leaves the pod. With another date down, you head back to the lounge to follow up with Tashi. That's the real story here, not this fucking dude. In the living room, everyone has gathered on the couches for an announcement. Amani catches your eye and smiles appreciatively. Oh my gosh, they're going to tell the group. What's this all about? Is someone else engaged? (laughs) She's so miserable! Not exactly, Tosh. You ready? Jesus. Yes. Oh God, you're both of them. 
Tashi yes, smiles. Let's do and, this. Tashi smiles and takes Amani's hands in hers. So, Tashi and I have spent most of the time we've been here getting to know one another. When we were in the pods for dates, a bit briefly, we missed each other. Last night, after celebrating Kay, we were hanging out. <laughs> hanging led to talking, and talking led to something else. Something else? <laughs> Amani smiles. We ended up spending a wonderful night together. The two of them look at one another with adoration in their eyes. So we've decided that we're going to leave the show as a couple. Wow, that's amazing. As everyone gasps, Amani looks at Tatashi. As far as I'm concerned, I found what I was looking for when I came here. No need to look further. I'm leaving happy. Tashi tucks her hair behind her ear and wraps her arms around Amani. I'm happy too. They kiss tenderly and everyone jumps up to circle them with hugs. Stop it, SP3! <laughs> Amazing. Dang, you two are officially the only two people getting it on this show. Well. <laughs> Unless the guys are pairing. Oh, that's you. <laughs> Unless the guys are pairing up too. True, who knows? The group laughs warm-heartedly. Oh, and I want to thank Victoria. Firstly, for not freaking out when we drunkenly ended up in your bed. And second, for reassuring Tashi that we'd be okay. That this was okay. Of course. Victoria gave me the courage to follow my heart. Well, <laughs> it's time for us. To be on our way, I mean, you all find what y'all looking for. We sure did. After bouts of well wishes, Tashi and Amani leave triumphantly with their arms around each other. I'm going to miss Amani. Well, that was certainly <laughs> a curveball. Can Kate leave too? <laughs> <laughs> That was so sweet. I actually date women, too. I've had flings with girls before, but never an actual relationship. Not me. I think it's great. Just not my thing. Anyone else? She's been wearing this bra for, like, three weeks now. <laughs> Brooke and Autumn shake their heads. I love my girlfriends, but I love boys more. Same. I've always been straight. Lame. Victoria, what about you? Oh god. Um me, I'm open to dating anyone. Scarlet suddenly brightens <laughs> and then quickly tries to hide her excitement. 
Not this good. <laughs> <laughs> this game is wild. Better and better. <laughs> Just then, Sophia enters the room and the mood in the lounge shifts. I just sent a very happy couple off into the world. Things are getting real. Remember, the goal here is engagement. If you don't get a proposal, you'll have to leave the show. It's time to start digging deep. You've met at least three men so far. Who would you like to have another date with? Nico. <laughs> Where's Blaze? I was like, I was like, I was like why, why did she wait so long? Yeah. I was like, there's supposed to be someone else. Yeah, where was Blaze? <laughs> you stand outside of the pod. Why is Danny you... even an option? <laughs> <laughs> you stand outside of the pod and get psyched to see Nico. Everyone starts ducking into the pods, but oh, then God. you hear crying? Did you hear that? Yeah, sounds like it's coming from the engagement room. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, no. Let's go check it out. You nod with a serious look and hurry off to Brooke. Hurry off with Brooke. Oh, no. Oh, shit. I love how this shit keeps giving us the twists. Oh, Oh, it's so good. You follow the sounds of the engagement room and find there Kate there alone. Oh, no, crying. <gasps> How the fuck oh, am I no. supposed to do this? Oh no, Kate. What happened? Where's G? Oh god. Oh, it, it was awful. Kate lets out a sob and falls crying onto Brooke's shoulders. When the doors opened. She saw me, and he panicked. Probably because you're wearing the same outfit you've been wearing for three days. <laughs> what? Oh my god, Kate, but you're gorgeous. She could have called him a coward. <laughs> if anything, too gorgeous. Maybe that's what scared him away. But this is real life. This is what girls tell each other. It's just he's like, but you're lucky. the prettiest person in the world. So He's lucky to have gotten a, a yes from you. I thought so, too. I was totally out of his league. I didn't care. I still loved him. When we got closer, his smile dropped. He said this was a mistake, and he ran. Unbelievable. Screw him. He was sure enough that he loved you to propose marriage, but seeing you changed his mind completely... That's terrible. Something else must be going on. That's not on you, Kate. I thought what we had was real, but it was too good to be true. I'm going home. Don't go. You could still end up with someone else. Yeah, there's plenty of fish in the sea and in the pods. Lead them toward Danny. Exactly. I don't have my time to. Ha- I don't have time to have my heart broken twice. I have to train for the season anyway. Good luck to both of you, and thank you for your kindness. But love isn't blind. Not for me. Not for me anyway. <laughs> she rips off her mic and throws it on the ground, storming away to the lounge. Kate, wait! But she's already gone. Victoria. Brooke, your dates are waiting in the pods. Is everything okay? 
Are you blind, Sophia? <laughs> you didn't see what has happened. Brooke quickly fills Sophia in. Oh, no. Lamar was handling the reveal because I was doing an interview. I'll go talk to her. Sophia hurries off with a look. Thanks to both of you. So Lamar fucked it up. Yeah. Well, we better get to it. Brooke nods, a bit wary, and you head back to the pods. I kept saying, oh shit, and now I have the song Swing by Savage in my head, and I was over <laughs> here like, oh shit, shake the ass, no moving. <laughs> <laughs> you step into the pod, still shaken by what just happened with Kate. What if I fall in love with one of these men only to be hurt when we actually meet in person? The door on the other side opens and closes, and a oh, warm, God. familiar voice greets you. You do not remember what voice this is, do you? It's Italian. This v- is Nico. Victoria! <laughs> <laughs> Just doing fucking Mario in a blender voice. He knows what it is. Hey, Nico. <laughs> Nico! Pew! I'm, pew, I'm glad pew, you're here. Pew, pew, pew! <laughs> pew, pew! Hmm. Oh yeah, how glad. <laughs> I have a big, yes, a big smile on my face, but that's all the description you're getting for now, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Okay, you kind of like Nico. You do you doing okay with the cage? Uh, I didn't and... choose that I kind of like Nico though. You guys did. No, no, we did Blaze. We were trying to fuck Blaze in the pod. Yeah, you haven't. Yeah, you, you did a what night stand? You haven't talked to that guy since. Yeah. Uh, I want to know what happened to Blaze. Why he wasn't? Yes, where's Blaze? Yo, you okay? You doing okay with the cage? Engagement just dropped by. Does he know? You heard about that already? Yeah, the G came running back into the guy's lounge just as we were leaving for a dance. And Parker is really upset because he liked cake too. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. But anyway, <laughs> I'm excited to see you again and, or talk to you again. Uh, there's quite a bit of buzz about you in the lounge. Uh-oh. Probably because she fucked somebody in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? Him. I've got my work cut out for me. Relaxing like this with you, it's nice. My life is very fast-paced, and I like it uh, that way, but I don't often take the time to... What it is, it they say, uh, to stop in a... Smell the roses! Not Gabagool! Usually... If I'm, if I'm lying on the couch, it's because I pulled something on set, so I don't have a choice. Right, he's a stuntman. Oh, what about with a woman? You don't spend much time lying on couches with them. Nico laughs, and the sound becoming <laughs> pleasantly know. familiar to you. I told you, my, my days of shallow dating are over. You, however... I would love to have laying on this couch beside me. Though I have a feeling that once I see you in person, I'm going to have trouble keeping my hands to myself. Am I back? 
Yes. Yes, you're back. Okay, sorry. Are you saying you want to hold me? Do you really have to ask? Uh, I would love nothing more than to have you in my arms right now. Until we can really be together, though, I'm happy just to hear the sound of your voice. He's such a charmer, but he really does sound sincere. So tell me, did you always want to be a stunt double? I always wanted to be doing something dangerous, that's for sure. As a child, I, as I child, I yeah, always, I... <laughs> always pushing the boundaries, uh, climbing higher up the tree, and then all the other boys, or or diving into the most treacherous waves. Sounds like we would have been friends. I was a wild child too. He laughs as he continues. <laughs> Uh, when I was 11, I stole the neighbor's motorbike Damn. and fell off almost immediately. Well, you deserve it, you thief. Oh, no, were you okay? I sprained my wrist really pretty badly, and when my parents took me to the hospital, the nurse said, Stunts like that only belong in the movies. She meant it as a reprimand, but I took it as advice. The day I decided to, I wanted to move to Hollywood and be a stuntman for the movies. Wow, and you did it. I'm sure your 11-year-old self would be very proud of you. Are we just ignoring the theft here? Yes. Nico is quiet for a moment, and his voice is thoughtful when he replies. You know... I hadn't really thought about it, but I think you're right. He would be. He took my family, my mom, most of all, some time to come to around to uh, what they say, uh, the idea of me leaving uh, Italy. But they're happy for now, especially considering who I get to work with. Wow, who do you work with? So sneaky, Victoria. <laughs> Are you trying to find out what they look like? I'm finding out my celebrity look-alike. <laughs> uh, if I told you who, it might ruin the mystery and the point of these uh, fans. True. I didn't think about that. You don't have to tell me. I want to do this the right way. The right way does seem to be working. His voice drops, and you can feel the shift in his energy even through the wall. Oh, Nico's ready to fuck. Victoria, <laughs> this may sound crazy, but I'm so attracted. Told you. To you. Like, I have this visceral desire for you. I you, hate the word visceral. <laughs> you, you all I've been able to think about since the last time we spoke. What you're doing, what I want to do to you and with you. <laughs> oh, wow. Is he saying what I think he's saying? What do you want to do? Oh, this uh, there is a rapidly growing list of things. Something's rapidly growing. 
<laughs> That's what I thought we were going to. I've been thinking about what it would feel like to hold you, uh, to pull you close, and to run my hands all over you, and to bury, oh my bury my, I mean, my face in your <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking at so I thought that's what he was really gonna do. Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> and smell your perfume. God damn. To taste your lips on mine. Oh my god, he's talking dirty. That's so hot. His voice is sexy and wanting, and the wall seems like even more of a gulf between you than usual. I want to learn you, every single, each of you. Your cheeks flush with warmth, and you bite your lip. Say something. Tell me anything. Actually, tell me what you're wearing. Oh, this is so phone sex. That's the first line in phone sex. (laughs) Tell me what you're wearing. Okay, I'm wearing something tight and sexy. I, no one would believe nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been fantastic, though, if you would have picked that. All right. I said that. Done to me. That's a groan of frustration. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, really should stop talking this way before I lose control. Music <laughs> A gro- glory hole. Uh, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't want to get kicked out this show for breaking through the wall. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you laugh as he continues. Whatever you're doing over there, surely it casts a spill on me. I've gone mad for you and I love it. You smile to yourself, surprised by the sweetness of his words. I know we're probably running out of time, but before we leave, I really want to tell you. This is wild, because that date with Danny was seven years long. How are they running out of time? (laughs) He takes a deep breath, and your heart begins to pound. I want to tell you that I'm starting to fall for you. No, not starting. I am falling for you. I spend my life doing dangerous things. Yet my heart has never beat more quickly than when you're on the other side of that wall. I think about you constantly, and not just in that way, in every way. What could make you you happy? What you will think when you see me? And what our lives could look like together. I am falling for you, Victoria. But. But? With what just happened with Kate and G. We're both dating other people. I know that. And I signed up for this. But I have another girl asking me for a proposal. Oh, damn. And she makes me feel really confident. Oh, it's definitely Autumn. With yeah. you, is not as obvious to me. So I hate to do this, but I oh. really <laughs> don't want to leave. This man was alone. about to 
fuck a wall. And now he's like, oh, well, let me propose to this other girl. Oh my God, are you breaking up with me? What? No, but I need validation from you to move forward. Some kind of validation that you see a future with me of this being us at the end. I kind of want to break up with him now. <laughs> Can you give that oh, to me? Um, look, it's your decision. I... Your head swirls. There is no the connection with you've made this <laughs> With Blaze and allegedly Danny. <laughs> you need to give Nico an answer. What will you say? <laughs> what? Yeah, we're enjoying it. Go away. <laughs> it's a game over. Okay. Oh, that was chapter three. All right. Do you guys want to continue? Do you have time? We can, we can leave it on a cliffhanger. It's okay. Yeah, we can leave it on a all right. Come back um, next week. I have a week oh, to make my decision. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was the Amazing. best one. Amazing. That was the best one. He, he was done. really about to freaking make a glory hole. He was. Like, anyway, I'm going to get engaged to this shit. Like, he's going to punch his dick through the wall. And oh then said, oh no, God. I have this other girl that wants me to propose. Like, what? What is happening here? Oh my gosh. Amazing. That was great. Okay. We'll uh, be back next week. Who gives a fuck what we're talking about in the world of South Park or basketball or challenge? Trey, Trey says Nico's pants were around his ankles. They were. They absolutely were. He's <laughs> holding the wall. Oh no, I got a propose to his guy. Uh, I am. Damn. Poor Victoria. Oh man. All right, everybody. Oh, oh. Please come back next week and watch Yeah, this I'm gonna cut all of this together and it's gonna be like a six hour like YouTube, yeah. like yeah. just done. Weird. Done. like AEW does the championship race yeah. You do love his live mobile game. I've already started. All. Like I, I want everyone to know, like if you've missed any of this it's all gonna get cut together into one long just and like, you'll see the episodes video. of of sp3's voice changing for people yeah. just one long video it's gonna be I like three know, hours long but i know the nico voice i know now danny is like my game show host voice. danny is the worst blaze's oh voice God. was awful and i don't know if you remember Blaze's voice was deep it was deep it was awful the deep, awful. Voice. The deep voice. deep and sexy it was not sexy. No, it wasn't. No. None of these voices are, let's be honest. They're, they're amazing. All sexy. They are amazing. They're I don't know if they're sexy. sexy. <laughs> oh man. Amazing. What a time. That's how we spend oh, our Thursday morning. Tuesday. Right. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, See, the days the days get mished up, mismatched for me, folks. But yes, you can follow me on the Twitter machine. At True Heel SP3, right there. Yeah, follow me, and hopefully we get a sermon next week because the Lakers are going to be 500 or above 500, as I predicted. Oh wait, wait! Stop the presses! Oh, 90 Stop days. the presses! Yes, yes, 90 day, the last resort finale. Oh. We gotta learn what happened to all of our couples. 
Do I get three minutes? Yeah, yeah, you can get three minutes. You ready? All right, so I have to remember all, right. all these couples. All right. <laughs> all right, ready? Go. I don't know why this episode was an hour and a half. It did not need to be. All we needed to do was get to the final decisions of everything. They just wasted time cockamamie for like 30 minutes before we even got to the ceremonies. So first ceremony up was Angela. As we said at the beginning of the season, Angela had divorce papers for her and Michael. Michael. But her and Michael, actually, when you really look at the season, they were the best couple. Why? Because they weren't in the same place at the same time. So they were the best couple of this season. So Angela decides to rip up the divorce papers and she's going to be dedicated to their relationship. And she actually admitted that she has anger problems and that she needs therapy just as much as Michael. Oh my God. I was shocked by that revelation right there. Then you had Asuela and Kalani. Like I said last week, they decided to divorce. Uh, uh, Asuelo says he's going to care about his kids more and try to work on their friendship. Kalani is very heartbroken. But then we found out that after the season ended, now she's official in her in a relationship with the Hall Pass and having a baby with the Hall Pass. So there it is um then you had you had yara and jovi who were very much on the rocks after jovi was sexing the stripper in our last episode in our last recap but they decided that they're going to come together and jovi realizes that going to strip clubs makes yara uh you know very insecure because of how she was brought up so he's going to try to not go to strip clubs anymore he's going to be more dedicated to his family and to his wife and communicate better and yara is going to be a going to be wanting and uh, going to be able to communicate better now that she has the therapy and everything's all fine with them. Then we got Big Ed and Liz and Big Ed uh, has a whole script prepared saying that he's learned how to deal with his emotions and that they have broken up 12 times and gotten back together 12 times and he promises that this will be the last time and he says, Liz, will you marry me? But Liz says that she's learned a lot and she's learned that she has her own issues that she's had to deal with and that she is just as much of a problem to their relationship as Big Ed is. And then she pulls out a ring and asks Big Ed to marry her, which we all know Big Ed hates when he's emasculated. So I'm sure this will be a problem on following seasons. But Big Ed and Liz are finally getting married, apparently, and we're going to find out if they do on whatever season they put them on next, Happily Ever After, Single Life, whatever they want to put them on. Big Ed is entertaining. Angela's entertaining. 90 Day to the Last Resort is one of the best 90 Day seasons that has ever been made. Kalani is is a, is a, is everybody's concerned about her drama. Oh, Molly and Kelly. Molly was going out with a cop named Kelly. They broken up in this season. And now she's, ver she's dating a prisoner. We found out she was cheating on the cop with a prisoner. That's what we found out about. <laughs> All right. There you go. 90 days and 90 seconds doubled. Any, any shared L or do you have anything to plug? No, we'll come back here next week. If your if your heart desires, if you want more of whatever the hell that is, <laughs> oh, it's so much fun! All right, thank you guys as always. Uh, in the weeds tomorrow, uh, all all the stuff. I I feel weird plugging anything after we do this show. FMC, just that's all you gotta watch. Bye, everybody.